You weird in. <laughs> Apparently, while we're doing a Welcome, photo show. Welcome, kids, to episode 34 of Hello Dysfunction with Potafria and Crystal. And I'm sick, so that's why I sound nasally, you guys. Yeah, that's why this episode is a little bit delayed. What happened since last week? My birthday was terrible. Um, everything just like plans fell through. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to be chill and then like celebrate later or whatever. And then that night, my nephew and mm, um, close family friend that is actually my daughter's ex-boyfriend, they both got shot on my fucking birthday. Fucking horrible. And... um. So, yeah, that happened um, in Antioch, and my nephew survived. The friend didn't. And um, my nephew got airlifted, and, I, and you know, we just drove out to the hospital. We were there for hours. They wouldn't let us in. And, you know, I was so, so scared because they don't just airlift you for fun. Not, and that cousin is, like, super close with stinkers, right? They're like Yeah, him and stinkers friends, were, right? like, raised together like brothers almost their whole lives. Can you tell about the family friend driving to the hospital? Oh, yeah. he. Um, so they were parked somewhere, and I guess somebody walked up on the car and shot into it, and he got it the worst. And I guess he was able to drive them to the hospital and then died in front of the hospital, which is like... Fuck, he saved his life. Really fucked up. Yeah, I know. So it's like, that shit was hella hard. My daughter is hella going through it. Yeah. That's somebody that was like... Not only an ex at one point, but he was just a good-ass friend to her. And he fucking did everything for her. And, you know, they just... I think they went to middle school and elementary and shit together, too. Like, he's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I know one of my nieces was really super close with him, too. It's just a loss. Like, he's only fucking 19 years old. and babies. Yeah. And I never wanted my kids to experience no shit like that. Like, we went through that all our whole fucking lives. And... You know, we try to explain it to them and how, you know, we moved them away with hopes that they never had to go through that kind of shit. And then they did. So, I mean, you know, it took this long at least. But now Stinkers knows you weren't just yelling at him because, you know. Right. Because I'm being a fucking fucking annoying mom. Right. This is what I meant. Because, you know, if he was still living out there, I would be fucking terrified. He probably would have fucking been hanging out, too. Yeah, that's it's really sad. Um, but that happened on my birthday and then last Friday was my uncle, my uncle's funeral. The one that I said is my mom's brother. That is like my immediate family. Like I grew up really close to him. Mm -hmm. Um, his funeral was last week, which was really interesting because, uh, he had this partner, quote unquote partner who like didn't call herself his girlfriend for like four five years i guess six years she's never been to a family event she's never been she's never been around us at all ever Mm -hmm. and um he was basically supporting her and like her adult son and shit nice and um (laughs) when his health started to decline she had been made like his power of attorney or whatever just because you know that's who he was with at the time like that's what you do you know what i mean right um they were living together and shit and um I don't know. We were we were shocked because she was there. You know, she doesn't have a relationship with our family at all. She hasn't really ever even met anybody, mm-hmm. just like a couple of the siblings. Um, but she was there with, like, her adult children and, like, maybe some other family. Mm-hmm. It was, like, maybe five or six of them. And we were hella surprised that they were there. 
I don't even think I told you this, but no, we haven't. We try not to talk about stuff we know we're going to talk about on yeah. here. <laughs> so my family got up and um, they took turns, you know, saying a few words about him. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to, but I was like, let me just not because I don't know. I was anxious and shit. So I didn't, but I was sitting in the front and um, we were about to wrap it up. And then all of a sudden his her daughter, who's like an adult, was like, oh, I wanted to say something. So they were like, oh, go ahead. She got up and spoke about her mom and how her mom has done so much for him. And, you know, she said like a few little words about Somebody him. Somebody should have been like, cut the mic. Cut it. So I'm sitting there looking at her, making hella eye contact the whole time. And I'm like, is she serious? And she's like, you know, I just really don't feel that my mother was honored at all. She verbatim said that. What? And so I'm looking like, bitch, we're not here to honor her. Like, what are you talking about? So we all, it. W- the best part about it is she was so ridiculously out of line, but no one gave her a reaction. After she was done, we were just like, okay, anyway, so where are we going? And, like, wrapped it up. Like, no one gave her a fucking reaction because that's how much they do not matter. Fucking narcissistic bitch. Yes. And, you know, my sisters and, you know, that side of my family, they all know I'm the one that's with the shit. So they were all looking to me. Everyone's not looking at her. They're all staring at you. They're all looking at me to see if I'm going to react. Right. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to do that. You made the right choice because people like that want fucking reactions. She was doing that for a reaction. And I was like, I just want them to know how much they don't matter. And so we like literally like shunned them. We didn't give any reaction. We went ahead. um, His ex-wife, that is his only child's mother mm-hmm. who has kind of been MIA for a while. Was she, she came. Oh, wow. We had her sitting in the front row with us. Was, her, was the son there? Yeah. Aww. And he's like autistic mm-hmm. and um, he, you know, he's, he has like, you know, disabilities. Delay, yeah. Yeah. And he got up and spoke, though, and I was like, I was telling my family I was so nervous that he was going to, like, get up and talk about farts or something and, like, be inappropriate. But he that got up. the best. He got up and he did so fucking good. Like, he held it together. He talked about his dad, stuff they did, their relationship and shit. He did so good. We were so fucking proud of him. Aww. And, um, yeah, we just kept telling him, like, you did so, so good. But um, the good thing is we found out <clears throat> my uncle had no will. So all of his money is going to go to his son. We just have to yes. go through like an attorney. And so not the fucking bitch that w- should have been honored. Right, right. Neener, so, neener, you know, my neener. uncle, it's a process. They're going to have to go to court for it and shit. But right. um, they're going to hopefully set up a trust for the son. You know what I mean? And awesome. Get him in a better place and all that kind of shit. So we're really happy about that. That makes me feel so good. Yeah. And I was just laughing like we did the right thing because no one gave them bitches a reaction. Like I never even said anything to that lady that was dating him nothing Who gets like, up and no says one that maybe one or two people acknowledged her and then that was it and we didn't invite them to the repast good or anything we just, just all that. we were like okay see you guys there blah 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 to each other and we all round up and left because <laughs> think about it who takes somebody's final goodbye because essentially it's your final hurrah right? right who takes that time away or that moment away from that person to say no i think so and so should be honored 
Well, bitch, right. honor her when that bitch dies. Right. Like, right. that's when how you talk dare about you? how much she did or what. You know what I mean? It wasn't the right time or place. It was so bizarre. Bitch, we're not talking about how much money she spent of my uncle's. Right. Right. And my, even my aunt was like, um, should we have talked about how her and her son got to live off him for the last five years? You right. know what I mean? Like, let's talk about all that, too, then. Right. But I'm just glad. No, Fuck we kept here. it cute. And no one reacted. Good. Yeah. It ended up being a really, really nice fucking day. I stayed out there. It was at my mom's new house. Um, We had the repast and there was hella food. And we all, there were no issues. We all had a really good day. And I stayed until late. I stayed until like maybe eight o'clock or something. that's really unheard of for you. Yeah, it's rare. I don't fuck fuck around usually. And I I had a good day. It was really good. I love that. I thought that was was the one good part of the week. I liked the picture of your mom and Uncle Billy with her best friend with Monica oh, and Monica's and big yeah, brother Bobby. Yeah, uh-huh. I love that. Well, that was David, not Bobby. Or was that David? Yeah, uh-huh. That's what I meant, David. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. They, Absolutely adorable. They took a bunch of pictures and stuff. Absolutely. There's one that I was in. I don't like the look on my face, but I look hella thick. I look cute. So I might just show it to you <laughs> Just privately. put an emoji over your face I know, and post I it. I should do that. Yeah, because I, I good look good body days matter, too. <laughs> yeah, they do. And I was dressed like a hot secretary. They absolutely post it. Yeah. Put a little emoji on my right. face. Um, For sure. But yeah, that day, that was a good day. And then, like, I celebrated my birthday. Um, I also went out to Debbie's show. It was amazing. I was telling you about how far she's come, and she's just so confident on stage now. And it's like, and that stuff matters. really mastered what she does. Like she's really fucking good. Like we, there were some other friends there with us, and um, one friend was, you know, we were talking about it together while she was performing, and we were just like in awe of how good she is and her energy and everything it's just really nice to see your friends like grow and do really well in what they're doing you i was know? just gonna say that it feels so good to see your like friends proud. succeed hell yeah, yeah. So, you're like and i'm older yeah. than her so it's always a proud mom moment when i be at her shows anyway because i'm always like oh you're look, like go little, baby go yes i was so happy I, um I, I wanted to say one thing that she was, was <laughs> telling people that was so fucking funny and we were like what you curved him so hard there was this dude there at the show and he was like wanted to take pictures with her and meet her and blah 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 and he kept coming back in there being annoying and like fucking trying to talk to her and so at one point we were just looking like okay and I I told her I said if he comes in here one more time I'm gonna say something but when she was in kill off mode he came over and he was talking and everything and (laughs) The way that she closed the conversation was, okay, don't drink and drive, and walked away, but she was dead ass serious. She was, like, not trying to be funny. She's hell of an old lady in that way. Like, she tells people don't drink and drive, Me. and, like, always use condoms, and she has all these, like, grandma quotes yes. that she gives the, pe- the people. It was so funny. We were like, that was the coldest curve ever. I'm going to use that. Like, don't drink and drive. Don't and drink and walk- drive. Bye. <laughs> just walk Bye, away. Guys. It was so funny, but um, but it, I, I love the feeling of my friends succeeding pride, and doing yeah, well. Yeah, I'd be so proud. Yeah, those are good feelings. Yeah. Those are good moments. Yeah, definitely. I had the conversation like three different times after. I was like, "You wouldn't fucking believe it." She's, you know, and people are like, "Whatever." Like, you know, maybe they don't notice the changes like I do. I just look right. overexcited. I don't know, but I was really happy for her, and it just it looks like she doesn't look like she's trying you know what i'm saying when shit looks effortless effortless. yeah Yeah. it's a good look you know and it's just 
I've just seen her grow so much as an artist and I realized she's been doing this shit for like almost 10 years, like a long ass time. And, you know, just seeing her growth is hella tight. I'm I'm hella happy for all my friends that, you know, are doing shit they like to do and they're good at it. And, you know, acknowledge those friends, let them know, you know, you see them and they're, you're, you're fucking cheering them on and shit. Like you can never hear too much um, encouragement. Yeah, and never. Like, yeah, and never. compliments. Never, you guys. So send us all the compliments oh, and send encouragement them to all. <laughs> no, my people really inbox. do, and it's nice. It's really nice. Some of the best moments have been messages from listeners that have yeah. been like, "You guys have no idea how much you've inspired me, or encouraged me, or um, impacted my life because of you." And honestly. I'm, I don't know if people realize this. We don't get that those kind of messages from family and friends. No. I don't know if you have. I never have. We we don't like I've had people say it's cool, it's tight, whatever. I've had people tell me they like it, you know, and, and they it's keep funny. It very as fuck. brief. But when people actually say that we've impacted their lives, made them comfortable about shit that they ordinarily wouldn't be comfortable with. Helped with their self esteem, helped yes. leave abusive relationships. Like that shit touches me. Those are the most humbling, nearest and dearest. Like mm-hmm. those mean everything. And um, you know, we try really hard to respond to everyone everybody because you know that matters too but those messages i mean those mean everything you guys they do they They they're they're really encouraging to like keep doing what we're doing and stuff because we know people actually care to listen which is still surprising to me right because i I don't want to listen to her (laughs) any fucking more yes you do (laughs) these are real porch conversations that we have we just moved your porch to here you that's the one thing you guys we used to sit on my front porch in my quote-unquote office in the rocking chair you guys may have seen us post photos from out there porch surgery and um, (laughs) when she would you know come over to drop off bunny or pick up bunny we would get stuck on my porch for like an hour and a half talking and we just literally moved it in and front Mark of a microphone. And Mark over here, because he'd come out every now and then maybe to yes. have a cigarette. He'd get bits and pieces of our conversations yes. and just laugh and be like, you guys are so fucking ridiculous. Yes. And so, so when we had the idea to start doing the podcast, he knew right away that's what it was going to be, conversations yes. like that. Yep. Porch conversations. But it's it's organic and it, you know, it's something we already do. Yeah. So it's like it comes natural. The only hard part is now when something happens... And I know that I want to talk about it on the show. Oh, we have to hold off. We have to hold yeah. off. And this week yeah. something happened. And I, dude, I did really good for about 36 hours. And I was like, I can't fucking hold it anymore. Yeah. I have to fucking tell you this. So we'll, we'll keep it brief, though. Like, even if we yeah. do slip up and start talking about it, so we'll be like, okay, that's enough. We're going to talk about t- in depth, you know, when right. we record. Because we do want it to be organic yeah. here, you know, and not forced. And you guys hear the natural first reactions. For sure. The other fun, not funny thing, the other hard <laughs> part for me is to not be so problematic. Because, you know, I say retard and, you know, I say, like, if I'm talking about, like, an out-of-pocket bitch, I'll call her a faggot or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. People don't, you know, I got to clean up my mouth more. And I I try to be aware of that because I don't want to offend anybody ever um, that doesn't understand my way of talking. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, you guys are getting real conversations. (laughs) Yeah. I I worked on Stop Saying, you know, retard a long time ago, just... A friend I know had had a child that had Down syndrome. But you say it sometimes still. We're not going to say you don't. Because there's times when you, like not too long ago, you made a joke. Did I make a joke? About a relative. 
and you oh, were... Oh, with Carolyn. With Carolyn, <laughs> we joke. I wasn't going to say I'm that. I'm like, with Carolyn, we joke. <laughs> but she fucking insinuates and shit, so... <laughs> she says yeah. it herself sometimes, like, and I'd be like, no! Yeah, no, but that used to be, like, my go-to word, dude. Like, yeah. we grew up saying yeah, that. Yeah. You know, every, you're... What are you, a Calling retard? people that, yeah. Like, that was our go-to, mm-hmm. and um, that was really hard. Yeah. You know, that was a Changing hard one. Changing the way you talk, and I used to always be like, well, that, this is just me. If you don't like it, oh, well. Yeah, that, I this remember is just doing me. that, too. And as I got older, I finally learned, like, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. You don't want to fucking make anybody feel bad. Like, don't be that asshole. Right. I was a fucking bitch. Like, I didn't care. And yeah. I'd be like, if you don't get it or if you don't understand what I mean by it, well, too bad for you. Like, you can't be like that. Why be offensive and hurt somebody's feelings if yeah. you don't have to? Right. Because that's know? not the intent anyway. So right. it's like, why not try, put a little effort to yep. avoid it? Yep. If you can, just to not be a dick. Yeah, I think, honestly, the re- saying retard was the hardest one for me. Yeah. Just because it was, like, so second. My brothers and I, like, that was our go-to and just everything. <laughs> right. So No, that's true. It's work. Um, it's all work. So, also last week, okay, so hella people hit me to tell me happy birthday. And I was shocked to hear from two people in particular. One was James. Remember James? Mac? No, James, my old white, like, sugar daddy. The one that I saw regularly for years and years and years. That, that where I didn't have to... You remember the one that I saw? Like, I had a relationship with him for, like... I started seeing him when I was pregnant. And he always tells the funniest story that um, when I first started seeing him, he was like, wow, she's really pretty. Like, she has great tits. She's really pretty. But that girl must like beer because she has a little bit of a gut. <laughs> but it was just a little bit of a gut. But You were a whole nine person. months pregnant yes, and you had a yes. baby-ass and belly. And he loves – I introduced him to my whole family, like, you know, Candy, everybody, a bunch of family. And um, he loves to just tell that story all the time. Like, I always thought she's so pretty, but she must really that love belly. beer. God, that fucking belly <laughs> he bought bunny her first car seat Aww. like we had a regular thing going for years and years and years and then i don't know he had some medical issues going on and then he just stopped wanting to party he's gonna be 70 years old this year <gasps> wow so yeah i didn't realize he was that old because he was always like a fucking spring chicken when we would go out <laughs> i would take him to the strip clubs and not the regular strip clubs i would take him to the black LeBron. strip clubs no, oh. to Pink Diamond and shit, where it was like an after party. To nice. where everybody would go there, and it was like an after party, and he would show the fuck off. He would be up in there like, yeah, I'm hella old and white, and I don't care, and I'm about to get hella ones, and we're going to throw that shit, and I'm going to get hella dancing. He was the shit. but He, he loves black women? Yes, but How if he was too funny. drunk, he would get aggressive, and he would be oh. telling dudes like, what the fuck are you looking at? And I would be like, hey, don't do that. Because if they knock your ass out, I'm not going to be able to help you. <laughs> right. But he, we had wild, wild fucking nights. He would get drunk and drive on the wrong side of the freeway oh, on Jesus his way Christ. home. He would pop pills during my ecstasy phase. I was seeing him. So if I was popping nice. pills, he was popping them too. With his old and ass. And he was like 60 fucking years old. In his 60s. So what a he great fucking, life. He was a great fucking time. He spoiled the shit out of me. And we just had an understanding. And I made him feel so comfortable doing all the off-the-wall shit he ever wanted to do. And I facilitated all mm-hmm. of that. Like, I took you him to all... encouraged it? Yes, I took him to all these crazy fucking, like, glory holes. We went to do all those. Like, <laughs> I took him to all these experiences. And, um... 
you know, when we stopped seeing each other, he kept in touch with me for a long time. And then, you know, he would still like send me money here and there, but we weren't seeing each other. And um, it was hard because like I missed him. And mm-hmm. then I, I was like, well, now I have to actually like start working again. <laughs> like I have to, you know, start. And then I, you know, I, some I started managing and yeah. So, but I had to stop being, you know, so carefree. But he hit me out of fucking nowhere. And I haven't talked to him in maybe two years. And he hit me from some number I didn't know. And um, he was like, oh, it's just an old friend. Is this still so-and-so? And And I was like, yeah. And I said, well, who is this? And then he put old friend in quotes, like old. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, could that be him? And I was like, old friend who, though? Like, who is this? And then... He told me, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, I think about you all the time, all the time. So he sent me a little money for my birthday, and we text a lot, and I sent him some— Is he local? Yeah, he's, he's like, in the 925. And I sent him, like, some current pictures of what I look like, and he was like, you look so good. Like, you're looking better and better. Yeah, he's just so good. So we we caught up a little bit, and then um, he hit me yesterday and was like, I hope we get to, like, hang out or something soon. And I would love to just meet him, like, for dinner or something Mm -hmm. because, like, we were so fucking close. So, so close. God, I have so many crazy-ass stories that involve that man. You (laughs) should. Yeah, so that that was nice. I loved that I heard from him. And I had an ex that I heard from. I'm not going to say his name, but remember I was like, he's hella funny. Yeah. And he's not someone that I want to be with again, but I really want that friendship. Or at least really fucking funny. Hilarious. And um, he actually, he reached out to me and um, called me for my birthday. And I was like, you know, I've been wanting to talk to you, but like you made me so mad the last time when we were trying to be friends that like I probably never would have just gone Mm -hmm. through with it. So I'm glad you called me. And um, I just told him like every issue I had or whatever. And we we got to just get that out. He apologized, which was Helen needed. He needed to apologize. Um, He's good about admitting when he's wrong. So he owned it, you know, and it was good. Like we talked and he asked about Bunny and stuff. And that was nice. So he hit me for my birthday. And um, just a lot of people that I didn't even think would remember it or whatever. So that was really That's nice. That's always nice. Yeah, it was good. I heard from everyone that I wanted to hear from. It was really good. And thank you, all of you guys. For yeah, happy everybody birthdays. that sent me so much love and everything. My, I didn't get to celebrate on my actual birthday the way I wanted to. So I'm kind of dragging it out throughout the whole month because I'm a kid like that. That's so a hint. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. But um, I actually I posted some photos from the week, like last mm-hmm. night. And um, people have been sending me so much fucking love on there. And it's just, it's, it's nice. It's needed sometimes, especially... Mm-hmm when you're going through shit and I've been having like a rocky week. Yeah. I was also telling you, um, I'm hella medicated right now. So she is, you guys like (sighs) so fucking chilled. And it's like too chill normally. I mean, okay. So it's a good thing, right? Because like my rages are under control. Yes. And so with the kids and shit, I know they're happy because I'm not, you're like spazzing out. Burn the house down. Go guys. ahead. It's but cool. and cold. it is good because when the serious shit has been happening, I haven't got emotional. You know, I cry over everything. Yeah. And I haven't cried at all. And I've been very chill about all these disastrous <clears throat> things that have been happening. You have. Um so yeah, I went to go see my psychiatrist today and we were going over the medication and shit. And I told her like I'm fully at my I'm at the max dose of Prozac right now. Mm-hmm. And I that's what I was taking for like ten years, but I also took Wellbutrin with it. 
she's told me today I'm feeling so different right now because I'm not taking the Wellbutrin and that's known to offset the side effects that you're of having right now the SSR medications yeah and and so all the shit I complained about she's like well that's why you know you're feeling it now and you didn't before because you're not taking it you need to take it like I told you basically I'm the doctor I was not being the doctor you. again and I was like oh I don't think you know I felt okay so I didn't think <gasps> I needed it I slept for like 14 hours yesterday <laughs> Jesus like Christ. all of these weird side effects I'm having are out of fucking control. So tomorrow I'm going to start taking that and then hopefully I'll be like balanced It'll out. It'll kind of even and, out. Um, yeah, after like a week or two and then I won't be so numb, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess it's a good, if I'm going to be numb, it's a good time to be numb. It is. Because well, I got all the shit shit's going falling. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got shit going on that would probably push me over the edge right about now. You couldn't be more passive at a better time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. But I'm not feeling anything. Like, I'm not And that's scary. And that's <laughs> yeah. not life. Right. To not feel anything. It's a little scary. Yeah. Um, I'm very indifferent about yeah. everything. So, yeah, that's... That's and one thing on. that makes you you is like your passion, you know? Yeah. The, the, Even though, I mean, I always worry that oaks. I could be annoying sometimes because I'm so overly emotional. Even my uh, psychiatrist was like, you know, well, maybe it is okay right now because you overfeel, you don't regular feel things, you overfeel things. Yeah. And she knows, like, I'll burst out crying the minute I walk in there. Like, I be fucking feeling shit, yeah. you know? And, yeah. um, but yeah, there ain't been none of that. So I still need to have some, I think. Left. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Or else what do you do? You know? You yeah. Just... I don't feel zombie like. Like I'm still me. I don't want to turn people off of medication. No. I'm no. not zombie like in any way. I still have my humor and everything, but yeah. I'm very indifferent when it comes. Is that what melancholy means? Melancholy means like um, kind of sad. Oh, okay. No, I don't feel that. I just feel no. very unbothered. Yeah. <laughs> like Bunny could fucking fill the jar of hot water in front of you and you would just oh, be when like. Oh, she broke the glass that you'd day? You'd be like, Bunny. Like, you know you probably shouldn't have tried that. Instead of launching the phone Whereas the you were ready to call the police. Right? Right. And I threw my own phone that uh-huh. day. Like, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You know. It's, it's a big difference right now. It is. My body do you remember it's do you want to talk apart? about i i don't know if it just knows it got a year older or what but my fucking neck and my back have been <laughs> bothering me for the past like two weeks so bad i can't turn my head all the way in either direction so when i'm driving that gets really interesting mm. and when i wake up i don't know if i need a new mattress or what but my back and my neck have been killing me and in my lower back i, I complained about that and you one. have a hard mattress yeah, it's Yours nice. is a firmer side. It is. And then now my fucking knee, my knee almost gave out on me when I was going down the stairs the other day. It Like my leg collapsed a little bit. I told bit. you it's that ass. It's not used to carrying this weight back there. And it's like catching up with it. Mind and you, when I push on my knee right here, it hurts like a badass bruise. And I didn't do anything. So why is it hurting? Mild arthritis. That's old people shit. And I'm like, was I too old to go get some ass? Like, I put rims on an <laughs> old ass Honda. Game. Like, <laughs> I put big ass heavy rims on a fucking a Miata. 90 Miata. And now my transmission is slipping. Right. Because it can't pull all that weight. 
to, oh God, I'm just like, let me, I don't need any ailments. Like, I have enough shit going on. At least I don't it need, looks pretty while it's but fucking the internally. And, pains and shit, I need right. to know what's going on. I don't know if I need to start doing yoga again so I could be more loose and flexible. I told you, I need to get my ass back to working out because I feel it. Yeah. I Body fucking, changes when you get older. You do start to feel things a little more. It's so bullshit. your 30s are really great, like we discussed. Yeah, but then but, it's like, oh, hey, hey, <laughs> you, this never hurt there. before. Now it is. Right. <laughs> you, is I, there a reason? No. I can tell it's going to rain tomorrow. My From knee's my been knee. hurting. My knee's aching, so it's going to rain yes. this week. Bundle up. Yes. Mm-mm. So over the weekend, um, we got to spend a lot of the weekend, actually, with my mom's new sisters. Yeah. And it was a really great time. Um, they look really fun, and it's weird because you guys look so comfortable with each other and relaxed. It's like we've <clears throat> known each other forever. I asked you, I was like, is it awkward at all? Because you guys look really fucking comfortable. No, it's like we've all known each other forever. That's wild. Yeah. That's like an um, internal instinct thing. And I was looking at the pictures, and if you look at us, my mom and her new sisters, they all have the same eyes. My, mm-hmm. Their father, my grandfather, had these blue eyes. And you all, sh- even you look yes. like one of them. Yeah. Like you all favor each other. When I was looking at the picture of me, Destin, CB, I was like, we look related. Uh-huh. It's crazy. So Saturday I was getting ready to leave the house to go meet my mom, to go have lunch and shit with the girls. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one thing my mom meeting these sisters has brought my mom and I closer. My mom wants me to go do everything with her. That's and good. my mom has never wanted to like do shit with me. Yeah. The first time we did anything, just like me and her, since I've been an adult, was fucking probably the derby party from oh, the plastic really? surgeon. Yeah. Um hmm. so that's a good thing. It's been really nice. Yeah. But Saturday morning, Mark was in the kitchen making breakfast and he had, had a fucking shit attitude. And so, you know, I was like, why do you have an attitude like God? Like and you know, so we're like bickering back and forth. And he said something, and I would called him, fuck. I was like, God, you're so fucking spiteful, right? And I walked out to get in his car. And I've been having to drive his car because mine is in the shop, you guys. Mark got beat in his car. And I've been driving it for like a week and a half now. Mine's not going to be done till fucking beginning of next week. And um, I get in the car, and I turn the car on, and I see him run by in the rear view hella quick in his boxers and his fucking hoe beater. <laughs> It's a cold and morning, mind you, mind you. I walked out. It wasn't irrit- a nice day. No, it was about to rain, I think. Yeah. I walked out the house hella irritated with him. He was fucking irritated because I called him spiteful. And I see him run by in the rear view, open the fucking trunk, then open the back door. And I look and that bitch <laughs> took the motherfucking beat out the car. Dis- <laughs> this ain't no in and out thing. No. He went in his drawers and disconnected the speaker box. So I could carried bump. it in the house. Now, mind you, Crystal don't even play music. I'm not a music person. Ever. So it's like, that wasn't hurting nobody. You were literally just being Looking petty, for a reason. Petty as fuck because she yes. don't even play the music. No. Oh. He fucking is so fucking petty. Oh, he's In fucking, his drawers. You ran outside to disconnect dude, the speaker box. I died laughing. I just died laughing because oh I'm like, God. he really is the most petty human being I know. Yes. Like when he get mad, hits, gets mad, he looks for ways to like try to like flick you. You know That's what I mean? so fucking he was like not today not bitch today, you're bitch. not hearing no nope. music and he had that big ass motherfucking speaker on his shoulder carrying in his it into underwear, the house carrying it into the house 
When you told me that, I was crying laughing because I, I could see died. him doing it. Yes. You're he, so petty. You, you're so goddamn <laughs> petty. It was so funny. So if he really wants to make you mad, he should have took all the lighters out of the car or the, or the chargers knob. or something. Yeah. yeah if I couldn't have like turned that. on the heater, I would have been hot. Yeah. Mark, next time, take that kind of shit because that'll asshole. really hurt. Hit her where it hurts. <laughs> so we died laughing about that when I got home. We di- I was like, like, did you really do that? Like, you big ass fucking man child. Yes. Ran out in your underwear. He had no other way to flick me, so he was like, oh, I'm just going to take this. You ain't yeah. fucking listening to music today, bitch. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our ancestry stories? Oh, yes. So They're pretty big. Ancestry is messy. Oh, it's messy. And it's so it messy. It makes you realize, like, old people will really do shit and take that shit to the grave. Yes. Like, it's... It's a, there's a surprising amount of family secrets that are revealed through these fucking DNA I tests. I told you, I was reading these article, this article about families disturbed by DNA, um, ancestry, and one of them was a, an Italian family who grew up thinking they were <laughs> Italian their whole lives, their whole lives. Italian pride. I mean, they had tattoos, like fucking Sunday dinners, fucking sauce versus gravy, the whole shit, right? Mm-hmm. Came back. No Italian. They were fucking devastated. The uncles were pissed talking about this shit is not <laughs> they were right. Not available for comment. The whole family <laughs> cried. Like the family were devastated. Another one, they had got it for a holiday, and on Christmas they did the results. It was like a mom, dad, and like the, like a the reveal. Grown kids, mm-hmm. and the fucking grown kids all had different shit. So the girl that wrote it was like, our parents disappeared upstairs and Christmas was ruined. Imagine, no one's eating together. And they were grown kids. So here's the funny thing. Okay, so I learned, this is shit that I learned this is great. just from, you know, getting my results back. Like, right. people, siblings, shit like that. Um, an example I always use is like, in families, there's usually a sibling that'll look like the mom and a sibling that'll look like the dad. Mm-hmm. And that's the most visual example of two kids that have the same mom and dad, but they're pulling more DNA from either parent. Right, because it's not 50-50. It's never equally like pulled. Like I thought. No, that's how I thought it was too. Up until too. like probably six months ago. I thought it was, yeah, I thought everyone pulled equal amounts from each relative. Nope. It's never like that. You can do 80-20, so, fucking right. 10 90 it's crazy so i got my fucking results um we know who my mom is that was never in question (laughs) (laughs) my mom is italian it came from my grandpa i pulled no italian dna which is insane right because your mom i have to show my aunt because she was like no it's from this region blah 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 and i'm like no i'm looking at my results and i pulled no italian dna i pulled jimbo's yes and i pulled my great grandma's who's german yes and that's where I pulled most of my mom's DNA from was from my grandma's side, not my grandpa's. Which so, is like, so crazy how that happens. Yes. And so I Because your mom like, looks so fucking Italian. She, she, does, she looks like her name is Carmela. Yes. Like she, yeah. And so the fact that I didn't pull any is hella funny. And, you know, it shows you your DNA matches, <clears throat> right? So it shows you a list of relatives. And then it'll show you a percentage of how much DNA you share with each relative. Right. And I actually share more DNA DNA with my more white looking aunt who has blonde hair and blue eyes 
who gets that from the German side uh-huh. than I do with my hell of Italian black hair, dark eyed looking uncle. I have less DNA shared with him. And that makes sense because I'm not pulling no Italian. That's crazy. Yes. So I'm like, it's not how we all think. No. Um, Genetics are genes are a weird. Yeah, thing. it's so weird. So it's interesting, I think, for people that even don't have like, you know, the, my whole motivation for it was because it was a mystery. My dad's <laughs> Side of the family so I wanted to get some answers and find out what the fuck I am so that was why I did it but I think even people who know who their family is and it's still interesting to see what you pull because even if you know what you are like even though I know I come from an Italian family I'm not fucking pulling Italian DNA no not or not enough to it's be worth noting no it's I pull African DNA showed up on my shit from the Congo and shit yeah so that that came up if they but the Italian didn't. Do you None. get what I'm saying? Yes. How does that work? How did the Italian not show up but the African so did? So now I hella want your mom to do it. Right. It would be because interesting now it's to gonna see. pull whatever. Yeah, exactly. So like I have two cousins on there and it sh- the Italian showed up on theirs and it did not show up on Isn't mine. That it's just crazy? it's so wild. So it's it's just super crazy, but okay, so you tell your you want to tell your story first? Mine's long. Or you want me to go first? tell yours (laughs) so yeah so i never knew what i was so my dad is very afro latino looking so was his mom and so i was like okay what is it gonna be you know it could be like samoan it could be like you know ain't no telling i don't know what it is i'm thinking it might be something cool middle eastern something no it's Mexican, Mexican, native Mexican. It put me in a region for Jalisco, a certain, um, it put me, my profile in that category. Like now you're part of this community, blah, blah, blah. It's just Mexican on Mexican. That's so cool. I'm like a native American. So, and then it shows me the, the one interesting thing was one of the native, the, the higher percentage native, um, category was for Mexico. The other percentage, which was like a little less, was for South America natives. And it was for either Peru, Bolivia, Ecuador, or Chile. Very cool. So it's like there's some That's of that. Cool. So yeah, that is interesting. That was the interesting part. The rest um, I knew about and I was shocked that I didn't have no Italian. Right. But, so I instantly go to DNA matches because I want to know, do I have some fucking siblings right. that have done this? And no one's coming up as a sibling. And like your immediate family, you're like your uncles and aunts, you know, your parents' siblings will come up and it'll just say like close family. It won't say aunt or uncle. It'll just say close. Right. And then it'll tell you it could be a first cousin or closer. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at that and then I'm looking at my cousins and like someone stuck out because they didn't they had a picture and mostly nobody puts profile pictures on there for some Mm -hmm. reason so this picture showed up and i instantly recognized her before i even looked at the name and i was like oh that's gabrielle now who's gabrielle tell us gabrielle is my mom and stepdad's friend's daughter so you you're who's like the same age as my little sisters they like all grew up together they're kids together so your mom and your stepdad they have fa- a family they have friends, friends okay. a couple right who has daughters also that are like the same age as their and you've kids you've known them like your whole I've life known right them forever yeah they're from richmond 
I've known them forever. You know, they kind of felt like a aunt and uncle type. You yeah, know? they're your mom's friends. Yeah, and they have daughters that are the same age as my sisters. So right. I see one of the, their daughters come up, and I'm looking like, and I, my first thought was, you know how Facebook or whatever would be like, <laughs> you may know this person. Yeah, like maybe you know this. I thought it was like a suggested friend. You're like, is this a glitch? Yeah, and then I see her dad's name, and I'm like okay, that's what this is. This is like a suggested friend. Excuse right. me. Maybe from Richmond. You may know. <laughs> maybe from Richmond. Yeah, like you may know these ancestry results in your area or something. That's what I thought it was. And then I focus and I see that I share DNA with these people. And so I'm really thrown off. So I screenshot it and I You're sent like, it to my mom. Are we part of the native Southern American area? So I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't know what. Yeah, basically. So I screenshot it and I send it to my mom. And I said, isn't this your friend's daughter? And she was like, yeah, that's Gabrielle. And I said, she said, what is this? And I was like, this is my ancestry results. And she goes, what? And then I screenshot <laughs> the dad's name. And I sent her that. And that was in the same category as my aunt and uncle, my mom's brother and sister. Right. He was in that section. So I sent that to her and she goes, wait a minute, wait a minute, what? And I said, yeah, why are they on my list? And so she takes a minute and she hits me and she's like, I'm going to call them right now. She was like, so... Like, I never told you this, but there was always a rumor that Mario, that's his name, might have been related to your dad, but, like, he denied it or whatever because he hated him so much. And I'm like, what? Like, she never even told me that was a rumor. So I'm like, what? This is the first I'm hearing of any of that. So I'm like, Mario, you guys friend? Like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. So hold on. So she hits me back and she's like... Okay, so there was rumors that his dad was messing around with some lady, and apparently that was her grandma. Shut. He was cheating on his wife with my grandma. Fuck. Made my dad, and they had my dad thinking, you know, that that white guy raised him. Like, you know, he we never knew of who the other, the real father was. Like, he clearly was not that white man. Tell the best part though about how they were sixty-one Chevy driving rivals. I'm like. He hated him. What do you mean? And she goes, yeah, well, you know, back in the day, they both had 61 Chevys and they fucking hated each other. And she's like, you know, so he was always in denial about it and he just hated him, couldn't stand him. So, like, I don't think they ever looked into it. But that was like a rumor. And their motherfucking and brothers. their brothers. And that's your uncle. The, this is my mom's friends. Like, I've never looked at them as anything more. You know, I, I would never even... It, my mind was blown. I was like, wait, so that's my uncle. Like, yes. <laughs> what? That's your fucking uncle. Yes. And Ancestry let all the cats out of the yes. bags, bitch. And I was like, you know, I have that potluck with my aunt, my dad's sisters and shit coming up next week. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking tell her. Hell yeah. And my mom was like, do you think you should? And I'm like, honestly, maybe they know. Because my dad don't look like he's that man's son. You no. know what I mean? So... Maybe they knew or had a feeling and just didn't say anything. But yeah, I'm going to tell them. But your grandmother has since passed. So she took that shit to the grave. Right. So who cares? We're telling everybody. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be messy. I'm just going to tell them. Like maybe, who's to say, maybe if they want to share that with him or something or, you know. So do you think. So that father passed on, unfortunately. He's not alive anymore. So I can't. Real dad. Yeah. So I can't meet him or anything. But I'm like, what is he, Mexican? What is he? He's Mexican. I'm like, what's his name? Like, you know, I don't right. know anything. And so my mom sent me some photos and he does kind of look yes. like me. 
And yes. the dad uh, looks like my dad. Yes. And there's like squinty eyes and like the nose, the shape, jowls, the jowls, all that. It's like strong genes because I see it in myself and I see it in my son. Yeah. So do you think that your dad's dad is only his dad? Oh, or any of his other siblings? Yes. Yeah, I think so because we were. I was looking you at think it's a, only him. Yeah, because I was looking at a childhood picture of all the siblings, mm-hmm. and the and older ones, there? like nine, and the older ones. I know there's like two or three of the older ones that have the same dad, and then there's like a couple other ones. There's actually two that I think were my grandpa's, my white grandpa. That's what I was gonna ask. That were I think are genetically his, biologically his, but um. My dad is the baby. My dad is the youngest out of all of them. So she was already with the white guy. Yes. Yes. Grandma. Yes. And he was fucking married, apparently, to, to, you know, Mario's mom. So I'm like, yeah, my grandma was. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I just I remember hearing stories. My grandma was very friendly and my uncles and my dad and shit got in a lot of trouble. And I remember hearing about her sleeping with cops and shit to get them out of trouble. And she loved her fucking kids, girl. (laughs) She was all about her kids. And yeah, that's what I'm. It's just it's crazy. So but hated the police. Yeah, that family secret was revealed. God. And it's like, damn. surprise, I'm your niece. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I fucking look like you when you yeah. compare photos. It's it's fuck so when you all go to your mom's house, you're like I'm gonna be like, hey Uncle. guys. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. It's still gonna feel and like Did your friends. mom say don't fucking tell your dad? Yeah, well yeah, but he's crazy, so I wouldn't tell him. You think anyway. he would be mad? Yeah, I think he might cuss me out. Do you think he'd want to like, fight Mario? No, I think he would cuss me out and be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and blah, blah, blah. I think That's he'd be a stupid government agency. Yeah, yeah, you're hella dumb for even doing that. I think he would yell at me. Yeah. But um, I'm going to tell his sister, who's like sane, and, you know, she'll understand. <laughs> and then if she wants to pass that on to him or whatever, Let she can do. Yeah, she be can, the do, she can choose if she wants to share that or not. But... Actually, the second to the youngest sibling kind of looks like my dad, too. My Aunt Gina. Really? So it's like, what if Gina is his, too? Because she looks all Mexican, too. Whereas there's two other sisters that look half white. Gina doesn't. And Gina is the closest in age to my dad. Because your dad don't look like he has any white. No. Not at all. So it'll be interesting to he also don't look all mexican so i'm like i never seen no mexican in my life that looks like him no or my grandma so Mm -mm. you know that that was shocking to me but i don't know we'll see i mean i'll encourage them like why don't you guys get a test because if she is that person's daughter Mm -hmm. she'll be linked to us on the profile and it's so like you do the ancestry test, just, you know, wanting to know your your DNA I want to know what the fuck and, I am. Like, I didn't think I was going to reveal um, adultery. Right, <laughs> like, right. This deep-rooted family yeah, secret. I was hoping to find some siblings or, and get some siblings out of it. Bitch, to have people pop up that you know. That is the most bizarre thing. Because I'm like, this is my mom's friends. You're this like, is this, my something's mom. wrong with this. Like, there's a glitch. Yeah, they're like, you guys know, you're in the same area and you know You're in the same Richmond people. ancestry Yeah, group. that's what, that's honestly what <laughs> I thought it was. It's so fucking weird. But we share <gasps> DNA. Oh, that's... Bitch, that story was freaking crazy when yeah. you told me that. I was like, what the But, you fuck? know, like you said, it updates all the time it and does. everything. So I keep checking sometimes just to see because, you know, as more people continue to get tested, they'll be linked to people. Yep. So in the future, maybe if more people do 
get tested, um, maybe I'll have some come out. I'm not giving up hope that I have siblings. Me either. I hope so you do. Hopefully, I do because that would I be hope fun for me. Boys and not girls, so yeah. they don't impede on my territory. Shit. <laughs> but I, that's. I'm still hopeful. Right. Because um, shit, not everybody yeah, has done ancestry. I did get a fucking surprise. That was you did. I was not expecting that shit. You could definitely be in one of them articles I read. Yeah. For sure. Do you want to take a break before I we do, do yours? Because yours is long. intense. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Okay. All let's right. take a break then. You guys, my husband found cats today. Little babies at work. And drove home with them on his fucking shoulder. Yeah. He's been feeding a shop cat for like four years. And um, for the first time ever that he's seen, there, she had three little kittens. And uh, he hadn't seen the mom or the third baby since yesterday afternoon and um they're really young they're like four weeks i mean they're still on mama's milk and shit and uh so i told him if by the end of your shift you don't mama's milk that grosses me out (laughs) they're cats (laughs) so it's okay um so i told him by the end of your shift if the mom or the other baby hasn't come around you got to take them little babies home they're too little to be left to fend for themselves of course you suggested that of course you did and of course he was totally game and he brought them home so on when we just had a break i had to call and check and uh the the kids have named them Lori and leo after characters on that 70s show I told Crystal that um, on the way in, we were talking to, she was saying they're so young or whatever. And since they're going to be bottle fed by this fucking ridiculous family of hers. um, (laughs) You might have to manually stimulate them. They might not be able to use the bathroom. And I said, you know, you have to um, massage their buttholes with your tongue like the natural way. Like Crystal, be their mom, be the natural cat mom. You want to be a mom, be a real mom. Be a real cat mom if you want to be a cat mom and stimulate their butthole with your tongue so they can go to the bathroom naturally. A wet Q-tip will suffice. (laughs) Just fine, And I said I knew someone that was, you know, raises pit bull puppies and she had on rubber gloves and she was like talking about how she had to massage their butthole one time to get them to poop or whatever. And I'm like, Crystal, you have to do it the natural Mm-mm. way. Do you love cats or not? Fuck you. Do you want You're them? You're not a real cat lady then. Right. Do you want them to be, you know, look at you like mom or not? Fuck you. We're using wet Q-tips Stimulate in my Stimulate their butthole with your mouth. <laughs> like their cat. Lay on all fours and do it. God. <laughs> <laughs> Bathe them while you're at it with your tongue. Lick their body so they feel natural. Fuck. Stupid. Do you love cats or not? You're not even a real cat lover if you right. don't do that. Stupid bitch. Okay, uh, so. My your God. story. So, you guys know I hung out with my mom and her new sisters um, this weekend. And one of them, my Aunt Desta, her mom, Barbara, had come down with her, which was... Obviously, she had known my grandfather. Yeah, yeah. One of his wives, right? Um, Yes. He had probably been married like eight times, ten times. Only we, my grand, my mom's mom was his first wife. So that one was legal. We don't know how many. He was just out doing whatever. Doing whatever. So I found out a bunch of stuff about him. I knew he was a shitty person. A few things that were discussed I had already known. But I learned that he would tell women he could not have children, that he was sterile. 
And then when they would get pregnant, which is such a shitty thing to do. It's so like, why shitty. are you fucking tricking women? Because you want a raw dog. Back when birth control was not easily accessible in right. the sixties and seventies, you were like, no, I'm gonna 50s, raw dog. 60s, so I'm 70s. gonna tell you guys, I'm sterile. And then when you have these babies, he tells them he he would leave and move on to a new woman because he didn't like children. He would tell them, I don't like kids. Even more reason to not be trying to raw dog everybody. And he no shit had has that we know of like 18 kids so a real gem a real gem and then i learned that so barbara was telling us that during her time with him you know he was a really smart guy Mm -hmm. and basically these stories i'm gonna tell you my grandfather was a master con artist he was a criminal fucking con man and uh barbara was talking about how my grandfather was really smart and very handsome and she saw so much potential in him and barbara um was a psychology um, has was a psychology major and something else, and she had done time in the Peace Corps, so she had been done time in Ethiopia and Israel and all these places. And so when she saw my grandfather getting in trouble with the law and shit, she was like, "I'm just going to move this wonderful man out of this environment, and he'll be a great guy." And she's like this smart, well traveled woman. Yes, and, and that's the thing; these women my grandfather hooked up with were educated. Yeah pretty fucking good together women, women. they yes. weren't like desperate fucking, fucking dope fiends hoochies. i mean not that that would matter but they weren't yeah um and he was able to swindle and manipulate con all of them mm-hmm. and so that she moved my grandfather to ethiopia and they lived in ethiopia for a while and when barbara was eight months pregnant with desta and desta was born in 68 so when she was eight months pregnant with Desta, they had to leave Ethiopia because my grandfather had set up scam over there where he basically created a safari business and was scamming all these rich doctors from the States out of money. For this safari that didn't exist. That didn't fucking exist. Like, these people were planning trips of a lifetime, and my grandfather was like, yeah, I fucking set up this safari and fucking took all their money. So they cut. They left. Well, the day that... Barbara went into labor with Desta. My grandfather had jumped from an airplane with an experimental parachute and was wound up in a full body cast. He survives. And as... Because he was out doing anything. Any fucking thing in the world. (laughs) Who does that? Right. So the day Barbara was being discharged with this brand new baby, you know, she's looking at my grandfather in a full body cast and she was like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't do it. I got this baby. So he calls... My Aunt CB's mom, Jane, and Jane picks him up from the hospital, and they move to Mexico. And then he knocks her up with my Aunt CB. He's really good at making people. So this is his pattern. This is what he did. Fucking, he'd get with the woman. They'd fucking get pregnant. He'd cut out, go get with a new woman, get her pregnant, cut out. My grandmother, um, has my mom's mom has six children by him, but... None of them are back to back. There's years in between oh, all really? of them because she would get pregnant and then let him come back because he was yes. so fucking charming. Yes, that's exactly what happened oh with my, my grandmother. God. I didn't realize he was coming and going like that. Yeah. So there's a book called The Truly Bizarre, and there's a chapter in there about my grandfather because he used to run this con where he would pretend he was a paramedic EMT. And I don't know how he came up with a fucking ambulance. I don't know. But he probably bought one used. He from would somewhere. move in with elderly people and swindle them out of everything they owned. 
So he was in and out of Desta's life till she was about 10. And right before he went to prison, um, he gave her this packet of shit. And it had, like, photos and papers. And in that packet are a multitude of newspaper articles that dubbed him the world, the greatest con man alive and shit. And he was really proud. He was like, here, your dad, little girl. Here, your daddy is, is a fucking amazing. star. Yeah. Look at this fucking packet of info. And so she's supposed to I'm so curious scan it and send it what to me. his IQ was because you're manipulating educated, smart women. Yes. You're manipulating educated, smart doctors. You're scamming all these really smart people. Yes. And you're fuck like he probably had a really high IQ. He he had and to you're have. just and you're just demented. You're evil. I mean, yeah. he molested um some of his children. And um I've saving this best story for last. So he would set up businesses all the time with storefronts. Um, creating out of nowhere. Whatever he wanted. Yeah. So this one time in Oakland, this is in the early 70s, he set up um, an office storefront on Pill Hill in Oakland, and he was going by the name Dr. Lovely Day. And he was... Don't some of his kids have Lovely or something in their name or something? Isn't uh, there like a... Well, my aunt's name is Lola Omeka. Oh, I remember her name. I liked her name. They all have weird names. No, what were your uncle's names? Didn't they They're have... They're all a variation of him. So his name is Andrew James Spence. And I have four uncles that are either Andrew James Spence, James Andrew Spence, or oh, True Andrew. True is the name I was thinking of. Not lovely. It was true. Yeah, there's okay. four of them. that Two that have the exact same name. And then oh, the other damn. two have a variation. Okay. It was true that I was thinking More of. More narcissistic, sociopathic behavior. Yeah, it is. So... At the time he was going by Dr. Lovely Day, he was pushing himself off, portraying himself as a doctor of psychology, um, a counselor, a counselor and then a marriage counselor. And he had a fucking office and everything. And he hooked up. You can Google this dude. His name, <coughs> I believe is, well, not I believe. His name is Dr. John Ronald Brown, better known as Dr. Butcher Brown. And he was dubbed the name Butcher Brown by... The transgender patients he performed sexual um, reassignment surgery on. So this dude, Doctor Butcher Brown, and my grandfather became fucking cohorts. Like they friends. were in cahoots. They were together. in cahoots. Doctor Butcher Brown was a surgeon. He did go to school um, to be a medical doctor, but he did not pass the oral exams to become a surgeon. He only passed written. So you have to pass both. Mm -hmm. Well, he failed the oral exam, and he was like, fuck it, I'm going to be a surgeon anyway. I'm doing surgery anyway. I'm doing what I want. So, back He hooked the, up with your grandpa that's like, that's my life motto. Right. You I do, do everything I want. You, want. you don't let the education system stop you. No, you do what you want. Mm -hmm. So, in the early 60s, I mean, the late 60s, early 70s, they weren't just... Gender reassignment surgery wasn't something that was performed like it is right. now. Right. It was very rare and probably super yes. hard to get. I read that out of the 2,000 people that would be screened, 24 would be able to get surgery. Mm -hmm. And there weren't very many doctors that did it. Yeah. So he capitalized on that. He didn't do any screening. He would basically be like, I want this amount of money and I'll fucking do it. And he was performing it in his office, bitch, as a same-day procedure. Yes, my grandfather would go around as a, quote-unquote, doctor of psychology, a psychologist counselor, and he would recruit patients. the patients for this doctor. For gender reassignment surgery. For yes. 
And what this Dr. Butcher Brown did is he didn't care if you couldn't afford your bill. He would take whatever money you had, and then he would basically turn you into an indentured servant. He had some of these people being his MAs for other surgeries, bitch. Oh, my God. My grandfather reaps the rewards and would take them to work for him as well, basically for free, until their debt was worked off. Slaves. So they were basically taking advantage of this marginalized group of people that no one is going to help that were fucking so they were basically back then i feel like the transgender community was not even understood like it was still looked at as you know a mental disorder even homosexuality like all of that was looked at as a mental disorder and like the devil and like all this crazy shit so you took advantage of these people yes and then after you botched them and they couldn't afford to pay for their fucked up botched surgery. You yes. made them slaves. Yes. What this doctor also did is, you know how there's that um, disorder um, where you feel like a limb isn't yours, where you're yeah. like, I feel like this arm was never mine. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's um, a mental condition. Yeah. And so th- you're usually referred out to get th- like intense no, he'd therapy. Be like, okay, I'll cut it off for I'll you. I'll cut your leg off. And this that's is my price. Finally, how he, this doctor ended up going to prison is he did this for a man and the man died. So he finally was sentenced to, you know, I think it was 15 years in prison. But my grandfather basically Did he start doing the surgery after that? Bitch, who knows? No, not that we know of. But he did round up these fucking patients and fucking help this man just fucking fuck people up. And as my mom was like, oh, my God, I totally blocked that out. But I remember it. And as, you know they're talking about this i'm just sitting there with my Your grandma mouth hanging. in the bay area probably saw him on the news like girl i was literally sitting there with my mouth hanging open like are you fucking kidding this person me is a madman he's a fucking insane well he's not sane he's very smart a smart manipulative conniving monster monster fucking yeah. monster everything bad he fucking did it and I'm like, damn, bitch, like, that's your gene pool. Like, no wonder you have criminal tendencies sometimes. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, God that's damn, what me I and thought, Death were laughing I thought about. I came from a family of criminals. Like, goddamn, bitch. Dude, that's... He's we- like the worst. He's like a serial killer. That's like finding out your grandpa is a serial killer. Yeah. It's- it really is. I was, like, stunned when the little bit that you told me, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I would almost rather him fucking be a serial killer than he just wrecked havoc through his whole fucking life right like was there anyone he was good to like did he have a mother did he have siblings or anything i would want to know that like i also want to know what the fuck his iq was because he was probably scary smart and i was expecting him to be this ugly looking monster and i finally saw him for the first fucking time in my whole life over the weekend and he was a handsome white guy for those times. He was. He's a, he had, like, black hair, it looked like, and, like, light and eyes. just looking maybe. at the pictures, you can tell he's very cocky yeah. and confident. Mm-hmm. And um, just, oh, he's a monster. And I was just blown the fuck away by these stories. How he was able to just, you know, so far we know if there's 18 siblings, but imagine that's at least. That's only people that have tested through ancestry. Ten different women. Right. Like, imagine how many people, because Ancestry, it's it's pretty expensive. It's like a hundred bucks. I got it on sale for like 
um, 69 yeah, or something. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. So it's like, think about it. How many people are going to be like, oh, I'm not fucking paying for that. And then how many people have that phobia about it being the government, getting your DNA and all that shit. You know, so many people are like ref- not right. doing it. This is only from the people that are doing it. There's like 18 right. siblings. And and the youngest sibling is younger than me. The youngest sibling <sighs> is 30 years old that we know of. Younger than his granddaughter. Yeah. So He's he was doing creep. this his whole... Until life. he died. He just didn't care who he had to stomp on or trample. Well, and, yeah, and he molested his own kids. Like, you're a monster. You don't even have a... Um, you're a sociopath. Absolutely. You don't even have a bond with your own blood. You, you know what I'm saying? You swindled elderly people yeah. out of money. Yeah, that's, you're right. No real, bond. There's no bond with anyone, though. No. Like, you would think at least they would favor their own kids. You know what I right. mean? And then fuck over everybody else. But he was fucking his own kids over, too. Like, you're gross. You're gross. It says a lot when someone can fuck over old people. My my dad Dude. fucked over old people. Um, He swindled my grandma's brother out of, like, basically his whole life savings. And that was why, that was, like, the straw that made me finally end my relationship with him. Because I was like, you just fucking... You terrorized my mom's family so from my mom abusing my mom to fucking terrorizing her uncle and her disabled old helpless uncle. I think he broke his arm. Oh my like, god! Yeah, hell is shit. Like when I found that out, I was so disgusted. I was like, "You're really like the bad person that I've always been told." You know? Right? How it, can you? I, I had to just end the relationship for so long. If you can hurt. Helpless. Elderly yeah. animals or children. Yeah, you're that's a like that's the clear indication of how bad of the a person you are. The only thing I would have needed was a story about him fucking kicking a dog or some shit to like, be the to icing on the right. cake, right? Because you've done every fucking thing else. Yep, you fucking monster. Yeah, he was probably abusing animals too. And he was a sociopath for sure. For sure. For sure. And I can't wait to read this packet of info Desta has about... The Hall of Fame package that he gave her. His 10-year-old daughter. Superstar daddy packet. His 10-year-old fucking... As he was on his way to prison, bitch, he was going into prison. The fact he saved all of this shit about himself. Like, you You fucking narcissist. narcissist. You narcissist, sociopath, psycho. Yeah. Here, ten-year-old daughter. Here's your daddy's hall of fame. Read all this about how awful I, I ruined am. people's lives. All Read over the all world. About. Not even just. And Barbara had said <sighs> the motherfucker was never faithful. She said I wouldn't be surprised if there's kids in Ethiopia Mexico. and Israel in the Marshall Islands because they lived in all three of those places. Yeah. She was like, I wouldn't be surprised. And then if- he went to Mexico with another yes. one, right? Yep. He yep. was all over the world with it. Yep. And all the children that they found so far go down the west coast from alaska down to southern california you can see his travel route based my on mom kids. and her sister coco are putting together a map of you know um birthdates and seed. years yep. seed dropping yep. to do the pattern god damn mm-hmm. it's really interesting but it's really horrible and it's like goddamn ancestry you would have never known any of this never even never saw what he even looked like ever if it wasn't for, and me too like if it wasn't right. for ancestry we would never know what our paternal grandfathers well you're maternal but yeah um what they look like nope ever nothing so you guys go do your ancestry and share tell us your, your family us, shame that please. comes Yes, because we cannot be the only ones. No, but what are the odds that both of us have, have these... dirty secrets. Crazy, right? Yes. Fucking yes. insane shit. Yes. It's 
And, you know, with my grandpa, it's like a car wreck where you don't want to fucking look. You don't, you don't. But it's so interesting. I want to know all of it. Yeah. Like I want to know chapter, everything. He's in a book. My mom just ordered it off Amazon. It's called The Truly Bizarre. It's The Truly Bizarre Extreme Examples of World's Strangest Mysteries and Most Preposterous Eccentrics. So I'm sure that last part is him. Is him. He's the most preposterous. <laughs> Oh, my fucking God, dude. That shit is crazy. I want to read it when you guys are done. I can't wait to read it. Yes. How embarrassing. And, you know, but you know what's really sad is, you know, my mom doesn't really have any memories of her dad. She has no photos, no nothing. Yeah. And uh, weird to say, but just from talking, I think Desta might have been the favorite child. Mm -hmm. Jane was definitely the favorite woman he was with. CB's mom was the favorite woman. But I think Desta might have been the favorite child because she had the most contact. He would come around every four or five months till she was 10. Oh, okay. And um, having, hearing Barbara and, you know, Desta's tell some stories, I was watching my mom and that's gotta hurt a little bit. For sure. You know, I'm I would feel at my so mom bad. and my heart hurt. Yeah, because it's like, she might feel fucking abandoned, you know? Yeah. She was, essentially. Yeah. Her and her siblings. Like that, yeah, that's fucked up. But now they, like, all have each other, and it's like we've all been together our whole lives, and that's like the one good thing that can yeah. come from him is now they all have each other, and it's like surprise that their story of finding each other is what made me want to do the ancestry because yeah. I was like, you know, basically I grew up an only child. Like my mom had kids later after I was already gone, gone on yeah. my own, so I didn't grow up with any siblings at all. Mm -mm. So like. To have that one day would be like so nice to just be like, it's really cool. Here's your your family. Yeah, and I posted a picture to him on Instagram, and I was like, my grandfather went through his life destroying souls, and here we are, two generations later, reconnecting them. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's I don't want to say blessing because it just sounds too not me, but <laughs> um, it's been it has though amazing. Yeah, it really has. To you know, do this. I'm happy is very for cool. you guys. I think Thank that's you. the coolest shit ever. Yeah, and I, and I'm glad all the siblings so far have turned out to be great human mm -hmm. beings. You know, nobody's yeah. been like no one's my your grandpa. dad coming to scam you guys. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not your dad, her like their right. dad. Yeah. Nobody has taken after the father. I mean. Like, listen, I have this tonic <laughs> that I want to sell you. Let just sit down and let me open this suitcase. I am a snake charmer, right, motherfuckers? Give me your fucking retirement. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Speaking of fucking assholes, okay, my couches. You know, I've only had my couches like a year, not even a year. Yeah, they're in, really new. In August, I think it'll be a year. And the other day, um, I lifted up the cushions to see what it looked like and i was so fucking mad bunny is lucky she wasn't home because i probably would have punched her there's so many crumbs and shit oh, in there oh yeah and pe pencils and shit because these are like new couches <sighs> i kid you not i'm I, sure my kids might have had something to do with I it i lifted the cushions on the couch and the love seat i probably found 13 pairs of socks yes what is about they take off socks and that? shove them in there what Every time I lift my couch I cushions up. I have found up. socks peeking in between the cushions before and been like, <laughs> stop doing this, right? I flip out. And me and Bunny wear the same ankle socks now. I bought her her own, but she still be swiping mine because hers go missing. I and wonder they're black why. ankle socks. I kid you not, I found like 26 socks in 
excuse me, the couch and the love seat. I wanted to murder her. I kept pulling them out, kept pulling them out, and there was a pile. With cheese crumbs on them. This Hot big, Cheetos with, with them. Yeah, and I'm like, these are new couches. Like, you fucking asshole. Kids this are is where fucking all gross. the socks are going. Yeah. Yeah, they're hella gross. The same thing when I lift on my couches. <sighs> guaranteed, I mean, I will bet money on it a, a large amount like why are y'all doing that we're gonna find at least six fucking socks in the couch i wouldn't even be so mad if i hadn't told her 10 times before right. stop putting socks in between the cushions but no they were all in the back of the couch yeah. they were underneath how are you getting them in there i'll find fucking socks bitch on my kitchen counter on my kitchen table mm -mm. everywhere they're not supposed to be there's socks it makes me so mad inside and then all the crumbs. How is there so yeah. many What are you crumbs? doing? What are you eating on these couches? Like, why is there so much in the couch and they're not even a year old? What are you doing? Are you, like, shaking the couch cushion so yeah. it falls down so you don't have to clean it up? Right. Are you pushing shit into the couch cushion? They have to be. You know what? Yeah, we're going to have a talk. Because that gross. shit is gross. It's really fucking gross. And it made me so, so mad the other day. I told you when um, Henry did my fuel pump we took the back seat out of my car and my car's 13 years old we've never taken the back seat out i can only imagine no shit there was like a, a com if i completed there would be like four orders of french fries there were toys that i haven't seen our kids play with since they were like four years old dude like it was i filled Ten up years a white worth of garbage shit. bag full of just shit. under the back seat I'm glad I wasn't there to see it. I probably would have pushed them into the grass. Right. People be like, don't you want to clean your car? Don't you want it to be nice? And I'm like, no, my kids are just going to fuck it up again. They're gross. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm never going to have anything nice until they move out. Then I could buy like nice stuff. Or you start beating them. They're getting too old for that shit. Like, if you're a toddler, it's one thing to be a messy toddler. You're not about to be a messy preteen. sneaky gross. You're not. Yeah, I'm. me and Bunny are going to have a talk. You're not being no <sighs> We're nasty, gonna talk about your fucking sneaky socks. ass fucking preteen. You're too old for that shit now. That shit had me so mad. You put them oh Cheetos in your bed. Speaking of shit, that made me so fucking mad. I didn't tell you this. So I still have been having to go to the post office to get my mail because oh, yeah. they haven't fixed our motherfucking mailboxes yet. So it's annoying. I have to go. There's Depending on what time I go, sometimes I got to leave and come back because it'll be hella crowded and I have to wait in the line and they're hella slow and all that. But it's just a hassle. So... I'm in there the other day and um, this Indian man comes in behind me. And so we're in line and it's just me waiting and it's him. And we're waiting for like a long time. It might've been, there, there might've been one lady in front of me when he came in. And um, so we're just standing there, whatever. It's taking pretty long. And um, the lady in front of me leaves. And so I give the lady my address. And so she closes the window and she goes in the back to look for my shit. Mm -hmm. And so we're standing there and it's like, dead silent like you hear a pin drop and all of a sudden um he starts talking to me and like starts a conversation and he's like you live in hilltop too or like where do you live at and i'm describing it and he's like oh i live on the other side our mailboxes are fucked up too and he has this heavy accent and he's hella cussing and shit and i'm like kind of laughing to myself while he's talking he rips a fart i knew you were gonna say that i fucking <laughs> knew that was gonna be next Bitch. you knew it he 
he literally only started a bullshit conversation with me so he could fart. But the thing is, I know the expression on my face changed because you know that <laughs> shit enrages you, that's me. That's like one of your biggest pet peeves. The kids, anybody. I will put you out of my car. I don't like, do fart. I hate oh him. Oh my god! So when he did that, I was turning and facing him because he started talking to me, and then he did it, and I know I felt <laughs> my facial expression change, and I probably fucking glared at him. But I was thinking to myself, how lazy of a bitch are you? You can walk out the door. The door is right behind you. You're in line behind me, and there's no one else in this small, confined, airtight room. He's like so. So where do you live? Where the where the and fuck was, do you live? It was like Urgh. it sounded like Urgh. like a car. It sounded like a squeaky door opening. You know what? It was like loud, and I I my face. I felt my face change. I felt my face get you hot and get red. Yes, and I was thinking to myself, steam I'm came off fucking, of your fucking head. Smoke started coming out of my ears, bitch. and I started thinking to myself, I should punch this motherfucking bitch right in his How face right dare now. Dare you fucking? You only sparked up conversation to fart. You could have walked your motherfucking. You could have ass. played a video on your phone. All he had to do. How lazy of a bitch are in you? In the airtight, that small you can't waiting room. Open the door and step. Pretend you're going to look at your car for a minute. Now, what if it would have smelled? I would have probably went to jail that day because I was like, I could not believe he. I was just like, you know, men are gross. You're like, I came here to get the fucking mail, not pink eye, bitch. <laughs> God damn. So fucking mad oh my god i was so mad and i know i looked at him crazy like why would you fucking why would you do that i should have asked him i should have fucking asked him. been like why did you start a conversation with me and fart why did you do that i know why you started talking to me now that's what i should have said you could have walked or I out have been like what was that just interrupted him wait 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 what was that did you hear somebody fart <laughs> i did God damn. Fuck him. So if I happen to see him anywhere in the neighborhood again, I'm just going to shake my fucking head. Just flip like, him off. You're a bitch. You're a lazy, <laughs> rude bitch. You could have walked outside so fucking he easily. He's the worst person to do it to because you're so, like, oh that's one God. of your biggest pet peeves. Uh, my whole face got hot. I wanted to kill him. I wanted to fucking kill him. Oh, my God. I just, like, turned back around, and I was so fucking irritated. I wish I was there because I already know. Oh, my God. I would have died laughing. I wanted to fucking murder him. I was like, people are trash. Come people on. People are such fucking trash. I wouldn't have even been mad if you walked to the door and stuck your butt out the door. Right? Just like, your butt. how lazy are you, though? You're just standing right here, and you're not going to lose your and place. And you felt it coming. You had time to squeeze your butthole and You run. had time to plan. I'm going to ask her why she's here, or, in, or her mailbox is fucked up. I'm, I had time to be like, I'm going to talk really loud so she doesn't hear it. And it sounded like a squeaky door. He's like, do you want to hear this new song I made up? <laughs> What the fuck? Gross. What a bitch. Uh, what a nasty fucking bitch. One more uh, in public fucking asshole story. I was thinking earlier, I got to go to the nail shop this week. The last time I was at the nail shop, I was in there. I went in the morning. <laughs> this lady, this Mexican lady was in there and she had her patient. You could tell she was like his caregiver. And he was like an old, maybe like... 80 year old you white don't bring man your patient to in the a wheelchair and he was like disabled don't so, do that at first i was like whatever he's hella chill you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. maybe she come, brings him regularly and he don't maybe mind he it likes right to look at the women <laughs> yeah maybe he don't mind it he mm -hmm. was really quiet he was just kind of chilling kind of rocking back and forth a little bit but he was like not 
looking irritated. So my girl starts on my nails and um, as time goes by, he starts getting visibly frustrated. How much longer do you think? Maybe a half hour, hour? Yeah, about a half hour. So he starts huffing and puffing. He's like, let's go. He's changing his position in his chair a lot and shit. She's not asking him, does he need anything? Does She's not asking him anything. Okay, she's a bitch. Yeah, she's just sitting her ass there getting her nails done. You don't so, do that. He starts, you know, shifting around in his chair, <laughs> repositioning himself and shit. And then he's, he has on a flannel and with a white T-shirt underneath. So he starts taking the flannel off. First, he unbuttons <laughs> it. Then he takes one arm out. He's sitting there with it, like, on, like, a half cape. Yeah. And then he takes the other arm out. And it's just, like, draped over his shoulders and shit. <laughs> and he's, like, huffing and puffing. And, like, you know, he's starting to act like a kid, like, that's getting frustrated with fucking being in because the nail shop. Because he shouldn't shop. be in the nail shop, period. Right. So all of a sudden, I'd say maybe another 15 minutes or something goes by and my girl is putting like acrylic on my nails, wet, painting it onto my nails. (laughs) All of a sudden, this motherfucker balls up his flannel. He takes it all the way off and he balls it up and tosses it behind him like the way brides do when they throw a bouquet. (laughs) Bitch, it hits me in my face. And all I can think is imagine if it landed on my head and stayed there. And your nails are hella wet. So it hit me in my head and then landed on top of her like equipment. And she goes, and she's like, you know, is hella startled. And I go, he did that. Me and her both start crying laughing. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm talking to the lady, his caregiver. And I'm like, excuse me, she ain't turning around. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Finally, she goes, I said, he just threw this and hit me in the head with this. And she goes, oh, no. And so she tells him, no, no, you can't do that. No, no, no. you can't do that. You shouldn't be in the fucking nail shop, bitch. You're getting paid to get your fucking nails done. So we cannot stop crying, laughing, me and my nail girl. Because I'm like, he's like, I'm ready to leave this bitch. Like, I'm tired of this shit. I've had it. I'm ready to go. He tossed that shit like a bouquet behind. Didn't even look. That part is hella funny. So we were crying, laughing. I kept fucking laughing. And then finally, I'm trying to get myself together. I'm thinking this bitch is about to leave. She gets up and changes chairs so now she could get a pedicure. No, no, no. Mind you, She's she had so him out of in line. there for like two hours. I'm not Mm-mm. kidding. And I'm thinking, bitch, I wish I this was one of my relatives so I could report your motherfucking ass. Seriously? Yeah. She, she probably gets paid through the state, through IHSS, which is like 12 bucks an hour. You don't fucking do people like you that. You don't. You don't. It and sounds he like was, he was nonverbal. Yeah, he didn't talk in the whole time he was okay, there. Okay, that's even fucking worse. Yeah, because you can't How communicate. Dare you? Like, you're taking advantage of somebody you that can't even bitch. communicate. I was hot, but that shit, it hit me right in my face, like, in the side of my face right here. That's and I could funny. not stop laughing. I would Because what if it covered my whole head, like, and just landed on my, you know what I mean? Like, his aim, he didn't even turn around. He just tossed it. He said, it fuck all of you. <laughs> all you bitches. I don't want to be here. What a fucking she's a bitch fuck her so she better not be there this time because you know now is about the time i go every other week now is about the time if she's there again i'm gonna tell her don't bring him up in here you're hella he out does of not, You take he, This takes a long time. He does not want to be here that long she no. didn't ask him if he needed anything if he had to go to the bathroom anything like the whole time i Listen, was there i'm a fully functioning adult and i don't want to sit in the nail shop mm-hmm. while someone else gets their shit done i dread going to the nail shop I for hate, myself yes yes so imagine you can't say anything and you don't have a choice you got to go and sit with your fucking supposed to be caregiver she's a fucking foul human being mm-hmm. i was like damn dude karma's about to give her a good one yeah a i good hope she tripped whooping. in bell or something later that day 
Yeah, fuck her. Fuck her. Have you seen... Um, so I was online today, and somebody had sent us something regarding Cardi B and her new single that comes out. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it real quick, so then I went to look it up, and apparently she's releasing a new single, and the cover art is inspired by Eileen Wuornos, mm-hmm. the serial killer. And, you know, Cardi B was already under a lot of scrutiny for drugging men or whatever. Yeah, she and, was. And so now somebody who is... So now men are going to cry again. They're fucking pissed. Like, <laughs> she was oh, already, already came crying? out, admitted to drugging men, and now she has a serial... Uh, I think it's admitted awesome. I think it's awesome killer. that she's playing that card, that she's playing on that. Like, I think it's awesome. For those that don't know, Eileen Warnos was a female serial killer. She was executed in, like... She only murdered men. Only men. She had a rough-ass life. She had one of... Out of all the serial killer documentaries I watched, her childhood is probably the worst I've ever seen. She was sexually abused by, like, everyone she came in contact with. Every fucking man that ever came in contact with her, her, assaulted her. From her family to neighbors to peers to everything. She lived in a tent at one point. As a kid, lived in a tent. In the snow. By herself. Yeah. And family lived down the street and didn't check on her. Because just she was fucking, would rather be by herself. Everyone failed her in her life. Everyone fucking Every, even down to the girlfriend that she financially supported who turned who on her and testified. snitched on her. Yeah. After she fucking supported her and shit. Yeah. It's yeah. That woman had it rough. She like I, I sympathized with her a lot when I her story originally was that she only killed. She was working as a sex worker and she yeah, only she killed did. the Johns that tried to rape her and shit, she said. But then she came out later and was like, no, they didn't try to rape me. She I just said, said fuck that. All them. She was like, I was just killing whoever. Fuck them. They were fuck married. Them they, they didn't were, have no business doing it anyway. That's what fuck she said. Them. So I was just like, okay, I feel you, you know? And you got to think, um, and obviously I'm not excusing her behavior, but psychology is one of an area of interest and you have to think being let down by every single boy man in your entire life is going to shape your it's brain it's going to shape your view of them absolutely yeah and her psyche is not that of a quote unquote normal human being right so it was probably nothing to her mm-hmm. she's working as a sex worker having to sell her body because that's what she said that was the only job that she could get was uh working as a Walking the the drug stop, yeah, yeah, and so she knew these men were married. She fucking knew they weren't shit. So mm-hmm. she was like, "Fuck them," and killed yeah. them. And I'm not saying it's right. Some these men had families and people that loved them and la la la. But it's just understandable killers, when someone's been through that, you know, that kind of trauma. It it makes sense, kind of it's how not she shocking. ended up that way, right? Not shocking at yeah, all. Yeah, not shocking. Not at all. But um, Ted yeah. Bundy is shocking because. He had, he had a, a good, good childhood, he had a good family, he had a fucking wife, and he had a child, and things like that are shocking, yeah. you know? So people are losing their shit because they're like, she's already came out and fucking said she drugged well, men. Well, I think that's why she probably is playing this card, you know, because people tried to give her such a hard time about that whole drugging right. comment. I right. think it's and funny. And she apologized, she explained herself. Yeah. Obviously not excusing it's the not behaviors. It's not she puts in her music. She she's don't not put any proud of, of it. Yeah. 
she's not she didn't release that information somebody else did and she fucking you know mm-hmm. clarified well, she, it was spoke a old out. video of her talking shit about like how she had to really get it out the dirt and shit she used to have to do it was an old video yeah, somebody people posted dug it, it up yeah. and posted it but she said like it's not something i'm proud of i don't rap about it it's not something i put in my music she doesn't glorify that, it no never you know so in a lot of ways i do think it is different from a man who drugs a woman to fucking oh, yeah. steal her soul. Right. Whatever. A lot of uh, male, well, not a lot, but a couple male friends I have that like to kind of argue with me um, asked me my opinion on it. And he was kind of like comparing it to like rape and shit. And I'm like, you can't honestly think that she was drugging men and raping them. No, that's she not wasn't. what she was doing. She was stealing. She from was them. a sex worker. Yeah. And she was not delivering what she promised. Like we already talked about this, yes. but she was doing what sex workers do. They, they, um, Hustle. what is it? Over promise and under deliver. And that's just the game. Let me just tell you, if I have the option of somebody stealing fucking a G out of my purse or stealing my fucking body. My butthole. Right. I'd rather you take the money. Take every fucking money. Take my grandma's yeah. money. Take everybody's money before you fucking violate my body because Yeah, that's way different. You can get that fucking money back. I can't get back what you took. Yeah, it's you it's can't very compare different. the two. And I it's hate way when people fucking, fucking compare it. So I'm interested to hear what the song is though for that cover art because oh, I think it's called fuck. is it called Press? I, it's something with a P. I think it's called Press. It might be. And um, I saw another cover art that she posted earlier today, and it was like her in a courtroom, and her hair is like really yes, big, yes. and she has on like a leopard outfit, yep. and it's like white, like attorneys or something yes. like standing around her. I want to know what the song is about. Me too. Okay, so you know how um, Cardi B had come out and apologized for the drugging and blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So that brings me to my next question and it's something that we've kind of discussed on and off when you do something shitty in your past and you apologize for it or you do something shitty now and you apologize for it Mm -hmm. what is enough because I was talking to you this morning and remember I was telling you um so Georgia from my favorite murder Mm -hmm. had you know um a lot of their fans send them hell of shit and especially things to do with crime and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. and one of um, their listeners, who is a um, a forensic investigator, mm-hmm. sent her some vintage um, the dolls they used for kids for sorry in therapy um, if they've been sexually assaulted, mm-hmm. and they were the vintage dolls from the early '80s during the Satanic Panic, and mm-hmm. somebody had sent them to her. And if you look at their Instagram, they pose with hella shit that's sent to them. Yeah, and she had put up a picture of herself with these dolls and we're like they're so cool blah 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 yeah well people flipped out on her that was my first concern why is that something to flip out about because that's like a interesting ass i would love to get those like that's an interesting yes um for someone who's into true crime yes that, those are for tr- a murderino those are, um, yeah those are tools of crime investigation yes so that's a cool thing to receive as a gift so a lot so of why the fuck are people mad about that they were saying that those dolls are triggering to sexual assault victims are you are you triggered by cpr dolls and shit too like it's just tools you know what i mean so she ended up taking the photo down and apologized right she put up a big apology with a screenshot and she had made a donation to a 
um, some type of organization that works with victims of sexual assault. And what I said was, that's a really appropriate white way to apologize. Put your money where your mouth is. Yes, put money up. Like Starbucks, how they did it and shit. When when you have um, a mishap where you fuck up your company or whatever, I think that donating to said cause or whatever that supports your mistake or not yes. supports it but you know what i mean i think that's a good way to apologize right with money i agree so mm-hmm. there were people saying they don't like that she throws money as an apology basically nobody was ever happy they mm-hmm. they've they've canceled you know because i'm in this mfm group on facebook and shit and like no shit like 40 percent of that group don't even listen to podcasts anymore behind that post and the shirt that they put out that had a TP on it and there was all that hoopla over it. Yeah, which and they also corrected. They, and they donated then too. And they corrected and they took it off and blah, blah, blah. So my question is, what, what is enough? What is enough as far as an apology? What is sufficient as an apology? Because for some people, nothing is. Yeah, you're never going to make everyone happy. And that's just one thing I learned years ago. Just, you know what I mean? And I'm not an important person but i do have um some influence i guess sometimes yeah and so you're never gonna make everyone happy like period some people you know there's those personality types that look for things to be mad at that's just you know or or will disagree just for the sake of disagreeing like there's a name for that i don't know what it is asshole yeah that (laughs) it's it's a personality type and so you're gonna run into people like that that are just never gonna be satisfied with the work that you do or whatever you do and they're gonna pick you apart or find something to be mad about i feel like when you offer an apology and it seems sincere especially enough like they're doing well but they're not like huge celebrities you know what i mean they're still having to work yeah and the fact that they when they make a mistake they own it they publicly um they're as loud with their apology as they were with the mistake yes and they put money behind it their earned money you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because they only just recently became like a a, a company and yes. shit. Before it was just independent. Right. But they have always done that with proceeds from their merch sales and shit like that. They've always put m- their own money behind whatever it is to, to fix, rectify the situation. Right. I think that's enough because I think that's sincere. I think like if you listen to not to just make it all about them, but there's some good examples. In, in their beginning episodes, they're pretty problematic about some stuff. But once um, people have wrote, wrote into them and let them know, hey, this isn't this isn't politically correct. Yeah. You, you don't refer to them as hookers and prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. They're sex They've workers. They've been corrected about a lot of shit, but they don't quietly correct themselves. They do Corrections Corner on their yes, podcast. They publicly apologize. acknowledge the mistake. They apolog- It always seems sincere. I think that's what is the determining factor. Yes. Does it sound like you're just trying to get people to shut up about it? Or do you sound like you really give a fuck and you want to fix it? And they do, because if you listen from beginning till now, um, they Not all- just them, but I'm saying with yeah, anybody. Yeah, period. Yeah, as with long anybody. As, as long as there's change, as long as you see that, right. you know, they make a conscious effort to not repeat that behavior. Yeah. And you're putting um, actions behind it. It's not just an empty-ass apology. Right. I think if it's just an empty sorry, you know, people are saying they don't like th- money being thrown around. But it, when people do put money behind whatever it is they fuck, like Starbucks is, you know, the first example I could think of of a corporation that's done that. Um, 
I think it's it's putting actions with behind the apology. Right. And that's what you should do. Because of the, these people that are still unhappy, what what would you want them to do? You know, I guess that's my thing is, like, for some people, I don't think anything would be good enough. Yeah. Once you fuck up, either. you're just some people are for just a reason unforgiving. to cancel. Yeah, some people are also going to just be unforgiving, period. Right. And, you know, and if you leave a bad taste in their mouth, whatever it is you did, they might be sensitive to that more than other people you're not going to please them. So right. it's just like, fuck it. Like, you do your part, you know, make the effort, and then move forward. Right. I agree. Yeah. I just noticed that a lot as far as for giving apologies or accepting apologies yeah. um, online with, you know, people in the spotlight and shit. Like, yeah. for some people, it nothing happens. is good enough. It happens. Like, a lot of people fuck up. You hear about it all the time, um, offending people and whatnot. But I, I like the money um, touch that they add. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just shows more effort to me because you ain't got to do that. Nobody's making you do that. No, I feel like that's just an extra step to make amends. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely all for that. So um, I was thinking earlier about intuition versus anxiety. <laughs> and they're both Is like there gut feelings. <laughs> they're both gut feelings. But you have to like you have to know which one to trust. Right. Because anxiety can be a dirty, sneaky bitch. Yeah. And have you doubting shit and questioning have you shit. Your whole life. Yeah. Behind some, you know, um, unreasonable thoughts. Right. You have to be able to trust it. I think that with me, I follow my intuition a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think as humans, we're programmed with that as a defense mechanism to keep humans alive. Like we're, we're yeah. given senses. You know what I mean? sense of smell and all that can touch and all that kind of shit we have that as a protective barrier i think to keep humans alive like that that's why we have it you I have think, to pay attention to it yeah and it's almost disrespectful to ignore it your, your gut feelings and shit about yeah. stuff and i was just thinking i'm guilty of that like i've gone against my better judgment sometimes like i think when it comes to relationships yeah especially we if all you're have. in a situation where you don't want to believe the the negative possibility even though your stomach's in knots yeah. and it's like you'll ignore you're your having stomach diarrhea and yeah. you're like uh i'm just catching a bug yeah you know you <laughs> I know ate i'm weird earlier <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's like it's disrespectful and i also think it's disrespectful when you're cuz i think messages are sometimes sent to us from ancestors and shit too and like guides to look out yeah. Like warnings, you know what I'm saying? And it's almost disrespectful to ignore all those signs and clues. So like I'm trying to get better about going with that instead of trying to believe what is more favorable or or more pleasant. What will make you feel better. A comfortable lie. Right. Yeah, yes. I I think that you we need to trust our gut more because like I was listening to a podcast earlier and it was just talking about intuition and like, don't worry about being polite, like go with your intuition. That's going to keep you alive. You know what I mean? But not only alive, but it might keep you out of bullshit situations, relationships. Mm -hmm. And like, you know what I mean? You get those signals. Yeah. You get all those clues and signals for a reason. Your sensors go off for a reason. Right. Granted, sometimes anxiety can make those go off. Right. um, wrong right. <laughs> but you know 
for the most part, like when I have a gut feeling, I just need to go with it. And I can't really think of a time. Well, yes, I can. Let me not say that. I can't think of a time when I've been wrong. I'm wrong pretty fucking often, actually. But if it's a consistent gut feeling, maybe like we have to have a way that we can practice and um, differentiate intuition versus anxiety. I know. You're right. Because they both um, cause your fucking stomach to fucking feel like shit. And one is authentic. You know what I mean? And I feel like we just need to tap into that more. And it it could prevent a lot of fucking heartache and unnecessary bullshit. I think intuition comes into play when you don't know enough. You don't have all the details. And anxiety comes into play when you have too many. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Because if you overthink something, anxiety can kind of take over with that if you're thinking too much about something but when something feels unexplainable almost i I feel like that's more intuition you don't really know why but you just don't feel right about a situation or a person yep yeah you're right at um i've gotten that way about people before um and dude turned out to do some shady shit. And yeah. when I first met him, I was just like, I don't like him. I don't care that everybody likes him. I don't fuck. Yeah. I get so many I bad tell vibes. My kids, I tell my kids that about some of their friends. And I've had hella situations where I'm like, that person has bad energy. And they probably think I'm fucking crazy. But Mm-mm. there's been situations recently that have been like, see, I fucking told you that yeah. person was trash. Like they came, even with your kids. Remember, I didn't like that little girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like i told you and you guys were laughing but i was like she has bad vibes i was like and she's then, just quiet i think yeah you guys almost nope. were defending her in a way and then months later she turned out to be a little piece of shit yeah i really had bad vibes about her sometimes it's just and that was a situation where it was unexplainable because i didn't fucking know her yeah no you, you know didn't. so when you get like um blind feelings like that i think those are the ones that you should go with those are the ones you listen to yeah you, you may not know exactly what, but trust yourself. Remove to, yourself from the situation. Yeah, to, however, to protect you from whatever the fuck it is, because you might find out later that you should have just fucking listened. Yes, seriously. Um, we have a few like listener questions. That Got I it. Asked for. Hold on. Hey, really quick before we get into those, when you have sex, do you talk dirty? <laughs> Um, it depends. This is a definitely a conversation switch, right? Uh, Subject yeah, change. Um, I love it. So I, but I've had partners that don't do that. So it's and like that's so weak to me. It is. I, yeah. I, I, I personally, want, I prefer it. So I, I want the verbally nastier, assaulted. The nastier, the better. R- yeah. Have you ever been talking dirty and accidentally said the wrong thing? So in one of no. my group, they were talking I would about fuck around that. And say the wrong name. No, bitch. <laughs> I said the wrong body part before. <laughs> What? Do you like this dick? Like what? I don't have you a dick. That? Yeah. Like, oh my god, bitch. I don't have a dick. I think Mark's accidentally slipped and fucking said, "I love this." Or do you love this pussy or something like that? Like would, when you, the session would be ruined because there's I would been times we stopped laughing. and died laughing. <laughs> there's times where I've just ignored it, and then afterwards we've died laughing about it. Do you like this pussy? Yeah. Like what? Oh, oh my yeah. God. I love your pussy, babe. That is so fucking funny. In this group, they were all listing them, you know, like shit that they've accidentally said. And oh, it was God. hilarious shit I like bet that. I would do it if I, I have an, I don't really do it lately. So I bet if I did it more often, yes. um, it, I would fuck up for sure. Cause I'm like, 
special. Yeah, well, you see on this fucking show, especially. We can't talk normal talk. No. Like, we're Ozzy Osbourne in the brain. Seriously. So, so yeah, fucking. For sure, I'm going to ask the wrong question. Yeah, when I was reading them, I was just dying. Not to mention, I use strap on on some people, and that's. that's the, oh my God, and then you're with your example, dude. <laughs> and I call myself daddy and shit. So that's the example I'm thinking of. You're like, fuck me. But da- it, fuck but it, daddy. Fuck. You like that? Like, you like this dick? You like, like daddy's dick? <laughs> but in my, you know, it's definitely your dude's not like, that. Hold up, bitch. Right. Hold the fuck up. So, yeah, if I, um, in my personal relationship, right. if I did more talking, I would make them mistakes for sure. Right. Hella funny. <laughs> Those were the examples that came to mind. Oh, my so God. So fucking funny. Call me daddy. Yeah, these girls were, they were just listing a bunch of shit, and I was just fucking dying. So I'm like, That's it's hilarious. so relatable. That is hella funny. Hella funny. Some questions. We'll just do a few. Um, do I stay friends with someone who is still friends with my abuser? That's hard. I chose this one because it's a situation that I'm actually in. One of my best friends mm-hmm. is friends with someone that was there when I got assaulted. And even though I told her, she still is friends with this person. And it, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's making me so feel away. So it's another woman? No. It's a one. It's the best friend is a woman, and it's a man that was there when I was assaulted, and I told her like I feel they're responsible, and, and she's, she's like, still friends with that person. I this is someone that she was friends with before all that, so I feel like that I consider that that plays a part. But it's like I would still look at her funny. Yeah, I wouldn't I feel, trust her. Yeah, exactly. I feel away. I, I this is how I feel. I feel like okay, if somebody is aware that this person has abused you. And knows this and continues to stay friends with them, I wouldn't necessarily consider them my friend. Yeah. I would be cool with them. Yeah. We, we they would never come to my house. I we feel like you can't out. trust them. No, absolutely um, fucking definitely not one hundred percent. No. Yeah. So that's my advice. Yeah. Stay cool. I expect people to be as loyal to me as I am to them. And I ju- that's something I just wouldn't mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So um, if you can't cut somebody off nope. that you're not even hella tight with, if you can't cut them off for me, then we're not as tight as I thought. For my safety, mm-hmm. then fuck you. Because they yeah. don't care about your safety. Right. Your mental health, your well-being, fuck them. And how that would be making you feel. They're not considering that either. Yeah. So I know. Um, so the question was, do I stay friends with someone? That's your choice. But if you do stay friends with them, don't trust them 100%. And do not expect shit. Because they're basically telling you Mm -hmm. without telling you. Um, next question. Your thoughts on people who pretend to be a race that they aren't. Okay, so I'm seeing this. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm seeing this in adults. Um, one I know personally, one I know through social media, and it's really fucking bizarre. And the person I know pers- personally is pathological just with everything. Yeah. Like these, they <clears throat> embellish like these stories, these outrageous fucking Nothing stories. Nothing can just be like, I went to the store. No, it has to be something ridiculous. They're not a good liar, but they think they convince everyone. Right. It's really frustrating. It's weird. Um, but that person has gone as far as to get tattoos for this race that, that they are not. Oh, my God. And it's, it's really embarrassing. Um, the other person is just like, yeah, it's just... 
I don't know if that's a Bay Area thing because my cousin Eric, we laughed about that because when we were younger, we used to lie and get creative about our races. I think in, in high school age when we were younger, a lot of people did that. Like you would hang with the Cholos. Yeah, you know, but you I, would... I don't think people do that elsewhere. Like he kind of, he's well-traveled yeah, he and is. he kind of said that that was like a Bay Area thing. Like uh, other friends that he told about that and mm-hmm. laughed about the stories, they were like, what? You guys did that? And here it was really common to do it, that. It was very common back then. I had hella friends, cousins, <laughs> everything that full-on lied. Like there were me. hella gray girls. Yeah. White that girls lied. that wanted to be Mexican. Yep. He, always. Lying about being Hawaiian. And there were just little about, phases. Yeah. That lasted they grew a couple years and then as adults, they're the race they are. Yeah. So but then there's some that never grow out of it. And I think and that's weird as fuck. into it. And that's like, that's weird. Are you appropriating at that point? I say yes. I do too. Yeah, because you are. You, you are. are not from Jalisco, <laughs> right? You know what I right. mean. You're yeah. not. You need to knock it off. I don't. I don't. It's weird. I I'd be wanting like someone to call them out because I don't want to be the confrontational one to do it. But it's like there's got to be something lacking from their life. I think. Yeah. It maybe it's probably well. It's like an insecurity. Is thing. it a coping mechanism? I for think something? you don't want to seem bland and boring. I think that's why we did it. Maybe. But you're you know, right. as a child, that was my thinking. Is I wanted to sound exotic. You were Balinese. Yeah, I wanted to sound exotic and more interesting than just a plain ass fucking. Mexican and white girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. The adult things. And it's like, you're not, I don't know. I don't. Because <laughs> especially if people know what you really are. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you look silly as you, fuck. Like, and that know your family and shit. It's like, do you not consider that? And that. I, you're acting kind of weird. You look really silly. Yeah. So those are our thoughts on that. Okay. Worst nail shop experience and why and where. <laughs> You just told yours. Just kidding. When? No, no. No, my nail shop is ghetto. Like, it's in the hood. It's hella ghetto. Like, they tell you don't leave your phone on the table. Like, you might have to tell a dope fiend to get off your car. That's hella regular. But they do really good work. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like I'm hesitant on who I refer there because that is what the experience is like. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it because I grew up around right, that. I don't right. give a fuck. It doesn't shake me up. But um, bad nail shop experience for me is when I went to the one in El Cerrito Plaza, probably the first time nails I got my nails us, done. Girl. And I got like oval red nails and they were hella ugly. Those were like the worst nails I ever got. That was why it was the worst experience. But I was young. I was a kid and I didn't know what to get. Right. <laughs> I was like in sixth grade. I am very particular. I am super particular. I don't blindly go to any nail shops, nope. though. So I think that's why I haven't had bad experiences. Because I'm always referred by somebody that's raving about their nails. See, I've made the mistake of going a few times. And they've messed my shit up. And I've straight up told them. I've stopped them. In and the I've just cut it. And I've been like, no, it's fine. Because I'll be telling... Prime example, I'll be telling them I want it super square, right? Mm-hmm. And sh- I'll look down and she's very obviously rounded. filing my toenail rounded. And I'm like, no, no. Yeah. I'm like, let me see the file. I'll show you. Yeah. And I can see them getting fucking irritated and huffing and puffing. But if I'm paying for it and tipping and all that good stuff, I want what I want. I want what I yeah. want. And I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm going to get up and tell you I'm not fucking paying you and I'm leaving. Yeah. And and I've even so far as done that, gave the broad $5 and walked out. 
but I'm not going to pay you for a service that you're not only not doing right, but you're getting irritated about. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hella fucking nice, be. bitch. Yeah, yeah. So no way. So I've there's been probably three different nail shops, but the last 10 years, I go to the only only one I don't one cheat person. on my nail ladies no I don't cheat on because I've ever. always regretted it and the shop that I went to before like this one I've been at for like 10 years this the before this one I went to one for like 10 years mm-hmm. so like I am good for staying faithful to my nail shops same thing when I find a good hairdresser yeah I don't go to I don't somebody cheat else. on them it's like guys with barbers I think like you you stick to your people you, you do stay loyal yep yeah. None of us have ever gotten mad and thrown shit or ruined a nail shop or anything like no. that. Never. And I'm not blindly going to anything, so Mm-mm. I think that saved me a lot. No. And I'm looking at your nails before you refer me anywhere. Yeah, definitely. To see if <laughs> I even like that shit. Right. Would you fuck an alien? Absolutely. Uh, I, if I was single, I would. Why not? If you were single... I'm not going to bang one. I'm not banging anybody now, but Mark. But not even an alien? No. No, because that's still cheating. Yes. Yeah. It's space cheating. <laughs> you can't space cheat. I'm like, Mark wouldn't mind. It's not even a human. Sh- but no, I guess, I guess that is still cheating. I, if I was single, I would. Why not? What? Is he hot? <laughs> I would do it even <laughs> if they were ugly. I just want the experience. To be like, I fucked an alien. You guys, this is what it was like. It had True. prongs and it grabbed my uterus it fucking in, it opened in me, my it, g-spot it opened in me like a tripod <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <gasps> um what brand of bra do you use and like i wear victoria's secret bras but that's just from habit it's not like they're great bras or anything i wear the victoria's I, secret bombshell i wear whichever ones are two for 60 or two for 50 i i will only wear the bombshell because of how it fits i love it I need to, I would like to find better bras. I don't know. Nordstrom. Really? Yep. Nordstrom is really good for bras. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> the quality of Victoria's <laughs> Secret is shit. And I'm OCD and I like to wear the same bra. If um, a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I think I would want to know when I'm going to die. Yeah, me too. That's a good one. So that I could live accordingly. Right. So I know if I want to try heroin and crack and yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm like a control freak, and I really want to be able to um, fill that space yeah, in. Make the most well, of that time. Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't care. What one it would thought say about we me. should make the most of the time now because it could be tomorrow. But I don't live by that. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend the day sleeping and waste it in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, but I would, yeah, that would be mine. I would want to know the day, the exact day that I die. And I, if I sleep past fucking like 7.30, I feel like I'm wasting the day. I need to fucking get up. I could give a fuck. People judge me, judge me or not. I don't care. I'll sleep I the entire day I wish I could sleep away. through the day. Yeah. I can't nap and shit. I've tried. I'm, I'm not, Mark's good at napping. I'm big on naps. I can't. And I found out. At my uncle's repast the other day that like my sisters and them take naps too all the time and I didn't know that and I think I think it was my sister's girlfriend was like um yeah you guys are all about naps all of you guys and I was like really I thought I was the only one and it's funny because I lived with my grandparents growing up and they always Mm -hmm. took an afternoon nap I remember them napping and baths they never took showers they only took baths so those things I definitely got from them yeah, you from did. living in their house. I take nothing but baths and I um I have to get like an afternoon nap or I'm a monster. 
No. I'm literally an old woman. <laughs> and you know what's funny is I am like my grandma. She would get up at 4.30 in the morning and, and just go, go, go all till day. night. And that's yeah. how I am. And cuss everybody out. And live on caffeine. 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 Oh, caffeine. Yep. It's a new coffee. Caffeine. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, just like granny. Are you going to do your ancestry test? I am going to do one. Do it. I totally am. Maybe I'll buy it for your birthday. I can't really talk no more. I'm like getting raspier as we go I along gotta go right now. I got to go hella bad. That's why I keep going like this. Is that and why stuff? you're fucking yeah, rubbing? Usually I, I thought you were trying to rub one out on the chair. <laughs> I'm trying to have it's an like, orgasm. God, she's pretty bold today. <laughs> Fuck. She's horny today. <laughs> no, I have to pee really bad, so... Oh my God, um, you guys. Please yeah. go to iTunes. Please. Thank you for the reviews so far. Thank yeah, you so we much. We get notifications of the reviews in our email, and they're always such a pleasant surprise. I always like try to show her, and like we talk about them a little bit, and um, we see all of them. So thank you guys so much. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. And um, just do a star rating and a quick review because it really helps us with our placement. And, um, you, can you know just the write, traffic that comes. I love to our, their big mouths. Yeah, whatever, we'll take whatever it. you like. And we um, love compliments. Thank you guys. <laughs> follow the Instagram Hello Dysfunction. Yeah, follow Hello Dysfunction. Um, I want to start interacting more from I, that page, and, and I, I want to get the the traffic up there on more. Twitter. On Instagram. Yeah, and I think I might um, create a Facebook. Group. Yeah, I was saying I think that's a good so idea. So I will look for that. Yeah. Thank you guys so much, as always, and go suck it easy. Go to bed.